Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. It is season five, episode three, and today we're gonna be talking about a book I recently finished and honestly one of my most favorite books that I have read, The Alchemist. And this is kind of out of my zone that I usually read in more of the business, finance, um, but it's it's more about the philosophy and thinking of the overall life. And it was, it was put into a surreal story it wasn't it wasn't a real story but it was a novel that was made up but there were so many life teachings within this novel it was honestly insane it it's a very short read I'll keep the in the description I'll, I'll put the link because I'm going to summarize the book and talk about it but at the same time it's a short book that takes about four to six hours to read and I highly recommend that if there's a book if you're starting to read whatever it may be you check out this book because this book is just so interesting. I loved reading every single second of it. And the author, Pablo Quilato, uh, probably botched that, his last name. But he, what I think before we get into the book is the story of the actual making of the book. Pablo had the problem. He published this book 25 years ago in Brazil and no one noticed and it was six months later that he got another buying of the book, and it turned out to be because he already had one sell. Uh, he already sold one book at the very beginning of it, and then six months later, he had his second sell of his copy, and it was by the same person that liked it, and he was having trouble, and he was actually 41 years old, and what he says was desperate to get this on the roll and he wanted this at as more than anything to become a publisher and keep in mind he was 41 years old so he took a lot of pivots in life until he became a novelist and started writing and he has many books that are uh, bestsellers now to know and through this time period of him trying to publish this book he couldn't like no one was wanting to buy it and he put all of his passion all of his love into this book and this novel to come up with so many life teachings that he's come across from people that he's met throughout his life and just no one was willing to give it a try and i'm going to read a little bit in the book which is the foreword of so before you start to get the book the author writes a little bit about the book and he said i never lost faith in the book but i wavered in my own vision why? Because it was me in there, all me, my heart and soul. I was living my own metaphor. A man sets out on a journey, dreaming of a beautiful and magical place in pursuit of unknown treasure. At the end of his journey, the man realized that the treasure was with him the entire time. I was following my personal legend and my treasure was my capacity to write. This book's main message is about personal legends and what you do in your life to pursue what you really want to get after what you have passion for what you just your heart and your soul is telling you that you want to do 
that's what he was talking about. And he was like, literally the book I wrote was about my own personal legend, my capacity to write, his capacity to write. And the novelist, it was a shepherd, that was the main thing. And we'll get into a little bit of the story in just a second. But he goes on and he's talking about, I wrote this entire book to pursue your personal legend and I was having trouble. I poured my heart and my soul into it, but I wasn't able to get these published and just time after time, knocking on doors, finally after a long time, years, literally after his first year publishing the book, only sold two copies. And he just had that determination and he kept on going. He went knocking on some publisher door and then one agreed to give him a second chance. And then slowly but surely word of mouth caught on and then it was 3,000, then it was 6,000, then it was 10,000 book by book gradually through the year. Eight months after he started getting help from the publisher that was giving him a second chance, someone came up to him that was visiting Brazil and was like, hey, I'm from America. I'd love to translate your book. I read it. And so he ended up translating it. Keep in mind that this book now has, let's see, I don't want to, it's millions upon millions of sold copies. It's one of the most popular books. uh, And it was on the New York uh, best time sellers for like 315 weeks, like insane. Just this story alone was so insane. And he won many awards from this book. And it it goes a long way, I think, with this story of the actual making of the book and him pursuing his own personal legend because what was crazy about it is he wrote this book and that he ended up basically listening to the book he wrote and all the life's teachings and kept on pursuing his personal legend. And then it ended up becoming a worldwide sensation and many people know about Pablo and all of his writings and novels that he comes across because he's known as kind of a philosopher and the way you think and put it in a story just to really get the audience to think overall and something that people continued to ask him was if he knew the alchemist was going to be such a huge success and he said the answer was no and he had no idea he was like how how could I and he just followed the main message that he was saying is, I just followed my personal legend, which I wrote about from the book. So let's, now that we've talked a bit about the actual coming of the book, let's talk about kind of the story of the book. And I just think this book is so important just with the life teachings, let alone, and I know it's getting a little repetitive, but And last but not least in the foreword of the book that I wanted to mention that the author Pablo talked about was when he was reading about the clashes of the world, the politics, the economics, the cultures, and it just reminded him that it's within our power to build a bridge to be crossed and not to be clashing with one another. And he said, even if my neighbors don't understand my religion or understand my politics, They can understand my story. And that just sunk with me. That was crazy that, I don't know, that really, that stuck with me. It's like the personal legend and people have so many different, the politics, the economics, the COVID, the new variant of it, like all this crazy stuff happening in the world. And it's like, are we even going to get back to normal? There's so much things that we may think about in today's age. And it seems like 
we're always just constantly dividing whatever it may be. It's politics, whatever it may be. There's so much divisions today and it's honestly sad. And it's like, could you imagine a world that everyone worked together and just there was no type of, you know, people that are right, wrong, so to say, like more so just about the way that we think and the perspective everyone's is different and one of the biggest takeaways in this book now that we're going to start jumping in this book was that there's so many different perspectives in life and there was a shepherd and that's the main takeaway is that the the story was based on this shepherd and he kept on having these dreams that there was a in Egypt, there was pyramids and there was tre hidden treasure for him. And he kept on having these dreams. He went to people, um, a palm reader. She told him about it and she elaborated on it. She's like, yeah, that she told him about the dream and he didn't even say anything about it. And he was blown away. He's like, wow, this must be real. And he kept on going to more people for advice throughout the book. And they kept on helping him, which was awesome. And then what ended up happening is that once he got to Egypt, he had to, he was a shepherd, keep in mind. So he sold all of his sheep, something he was super passionate about to go after his personal legend, which he believed was to find this gold and the treasures that were buried for him in Egypt. Now, keep in mind, this is a novel, but the life teachings, again, is what's the important takeaways. He left what he was enjoying to something that he thought he would enjoy even more. And he was living this day-to-day -day life, and he's like, well, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? So he ended up selling all the sheep, something he loved. And he was so passionate about it that he, becoming a shepherd, he got to travel the world. And he was like, I love my sheep. He's like, I know the names. I know how they feel. I know the lazy ones. I know everything about them. I know these sheep's personalities down to the T. It was so hard for him to give that away. And I think to put it into perspective of our modern life, it's sometimes really hard to give up some of the things that we have in life to go after our bigger dreams. And, you know, whatever it may be, comparison, uh, apples to apples, trying to make it to the modern world, because this was way back when, I, I can't remember, it was uh, in the 1800s maybe I believe it was an older novel time frame so it, it actually was a lot older uh, like I don't even know the exact time period it's not necessarily important but it was a lot older they didn't have cars then or anything like that so to go on and to catch back up where I was was the fact that he was having this trouble to really think about what he wanted to do with his life and then when he kept on having these reoccurring dreams and he had the palm reader and this king that he came across tell him about it and help him try to find it and he had to sell his sheep in order to afford to go to Egypt and he did this and then he ended up going to Egypt and then he met this guy at the a bar a local bar and he ended up working a deal out and the guy was going to help him go to Egypt and what ended up happening was he ended up stealing his stuff. And I feel like there was a teaching in that is that you can't put your full trust and it's a dog eat dogs world, especially when you meet someone new, um, you know, and I see so many of these gurus on Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. It's like, hold on, wait, 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 I can turn a thousand dollars into $10,000 in two months. And it's just this lucrative 
type of thing. And some people unfortunately fall for these type of things while these quote unquote gurus make money off of it. They're making money selling their course. They're not helping people make money. Sure, there's that rare case that someone makes it, but still, something that I was taught that I want to throw into this is that if it was that easy, everyone would do it. And that's always stuck with me. It's something my dad has always told me and something that I've always tried to cut roads and try to make money quick. And it just always ended up coming back and biting me in the butt, whether it had been a scam, I lost money, whatever it may be. I actually had Jordans that I sold. um, And I thought I was going to make, I was making like $75 and I put like, they were 200 and some odd dollars and I was going to flip, do a quick flip because they were limited edition Jordans in high school. And then the guy sent me a fake PayPal receipt that I thought was real at the time. I shipped it one day shipped and it was like $60 all in total. It was like 300 and like 20 bucks uh, that I got scammed. And it was the fact that I was going so quick and I thought I was going to do so well. I didn't slow down and understand the process of different things and, uh, it was a whole different industry that I was entering, eBay, and I, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't get help. I just wanted to be a sort of quote unquote a big boy and do it all myself. And I just went too quick, and I ended up losing three hundred and twenty dollars. And in high school, that was uh, oh, when I was working part time as a lifeguard. That was like almost uh, like three weeks of pay that I set back, and I thought man, but it was one of the life teachings that I learned. And I think it was in comparison to the book, The Alchemist, I think it was very important that, you know, there's a lot of times that you come across people and it's not all glamorous and there are those gurus. Now I will admit, I don't think he necessarily meant uh, the guru, so to say, but I, I, that's what I took away, which is what's so awesome about this book. There's so many different perspectives that underlie into one's thinking. I mean, there's so many different things and factors that go into your perspective of your life while you're here on earth. And it's just crazy that everyone's going to have different, the way you were grown up, your culture, the type of household you grew up in, were you poor, were you wealthy, like whatever it may be, there's so many different factors to have a different perspective in today's society. And well, that's what's awesome about the book. No matter your perspective, you can you can have a different perspective on any different thing. And I think that's what's so unique about the book. You can have many takeaways from these rich, very rich life teachings throughout the book. So now that we kind of talked about, you know, the shepherd selling a sheep, he going to Egypt, him getting scammed, he was down bad, so to say. And he didn't know what to do. He was so lost and... He just kept on trying to think, and he was about to sell something and go back to, uh, he ended up working, that's right, he ended up working for a a jeweler shop, and he sold like glasses and jewelry and stuff like that, and he cleaned up for six months there and made enough money to, he could go back, and he was like, I just can't. I can't, I made it this far. And I think to reroute it in today's society was like, you know, when you've tried something and you go broke or something bad happens and the company flips or whatever it may be, you've made it this far. Would you be upset with your life if you didn't go on with what you think is your personal legend and you quit there on your deathbed? Would you be satisfied? And he had that type of conversation with himself. And he ended up 
instead because he made enough money to go back home and he could buy his sheep back. So he was planning on doing that and just to have a normal life again. And then he was like, no, I made it this far. It's my personal legend. I really believe in this. I'm going after it. So he went on and there were, he met an alchemist. And so you might be thinking now, what is an alchemist? So I actually want to pull it from the, the book itself. So bear with me for two seconds. You think, Hunter, would you be prepared? Yes, I have so many different things uh, highlighted throughout this book. And that's another thing I'm going to I'm gonna be talking about the overall message and stuff of the book. And then they, because not all are going to have those little teachings. Again, highly recommend to read the book. But it was the point of, uh, I'm going to go over some of the stuff I highlighted because I think it is important. So talking about personal legend, you might ask, what is that? So it's what you have always wanted to accomplish. And that's the word for word from the book. But I think more in detail, something that you're passionate that is going to fulfill you. And that's what we talked about uh, a second earlier ago from uh, a different perspective. And it was just uh, something, go after something that's going to be make you happy and fulfilled at the end of the day. And then another key takeaway from the book was your fear is holding you back more than anything else. And that just came across the book so many different times because the shepherd came across so many different things, whether it been him getting uh, his money stolen from a, a fake guide that he thought was going to help him or selling a sheep or thinking that um, all these people were working together to basically scam the kid and just to make as much money off of him, the palm reader to the king, everything like that. And then he thought about it and he was like, you know, this is a part of my personal legend. This is a part of my journey. And we can think about that in the terms of our life. We're going to be coming across a lot of humps. Life isn't glamorous, right? And I know a lot of us know that. It's there's going to be many ups and downs that we come across. And I think it's about getting up and going back after it, getting up and going back after it. And it's having that determination that is going to be able to get you further in life, pursuing your personal legend. And it's what, that's why your greatest enemy is yourself. And it really is true because your head and your perspective on life, so many different things, you're like, well, this didn't work out this time. Like I could go back to normal. No, you got to Like if today was your last day, what would you do differently? And that's what I ask myself all the time. And I know it's kind of extreme to think that, and I'm definitely on the perspective, but that's how I live so well. And I like get so much done and I try to live life to the best of my fulfillment and what makes me happy? I literally go to bed happy to can't I can't wait wait to wake up in the morning. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm so excited to start the day. That's and I've said that in many podcasts, and it's because I'm pursuing my personal legend. And I know it's a journey. It's one hell of a journey. Let me tell you, there's many downs that I've had, there's many ups that I've had, but all in all, it's an amazing journey once you pursue your personal legend to make yourself happy and fulfilled. The other main takeaway is that the secret of life, though, is to fall seven times, is to get up eight times. And we just kind of talked about that, and that was word for word in the book, was, I'm going to reread that because it really sticks with me. The secret of life is, if you fall seven times, is to get up eight times, to keep on going after your personal legend. And the author, Pablo, when he wrote this book, that's what he was doing. 
he was 41 years old trying to publish a book and he was desperate and it didn't work out for an entire year. He sold two copies and now he's a best-selling author with over 200 million copies sold of various books that he's written. It was originally written in 1988. Blows my mind. It took like, I believe it was 20 years or something like that. It was an insane amount of time. I don't know the exact time frame until it finally blew up. But he kept on pursuing it. And like to think how crazy that is, is that he just kept on going after it and after it and after it to finally getting that. And that's what it really takes. And that's like what I'm doing with a podcast. Although it's never been about like viewers or the number of audience in the terms a little bit because I want to help as many people. But at the same time, that numbers don't matter to me. I don't have to be someone famous. As long as I'm helping people pursue their goals and help them with motivation and bettering themselves, I I have accomplished what I'm trying to do with this podcast. And it's determination. Numbers have never affected. I went into this knowing that, okay, I'm not looking at numbers. So if you're going into starting an Instagram page, starting a little business, you can't look at numbers, although like business perspective, you have to look at break even and like, you know, different stuff. That's a different thing. But, you know, for the things that are, so to say, free, like starting an Instagram page or a podcast, you could start one with your phone is the fact that you have to have that determination and willingness, no matter what happens to get up and go after it. So let's dive a little bit deeper into the details uh, with the lesson uh, one that we were talking about. So if you want to reach your biggest goals and feel fulfilled, you must follow your personal legend. And that's really what the boy, the shepherd was doing when he went to Egypt. And then there were so many different things that were happening. And he was down bad, honestly, from financials. And he couldn't even afford to get back when he got everything stolen from him. He was in real worries. And they obviously back then didn't have telephones or anything like that. So there was no way communicating with his family that he needed help besides like a letter or something. But I'm sure back then it was a lot harder to, um, you know, than direct mail today. So that was a problem that he was happening. So after some deliberation, the boy decided to follow his personal legend and head for the pyramids where his treasure was when he sold his jeep and all jeep when he sold the sheep and everything like this and like he left everything behind him and it's a unique personal legend and we're all going to have different ones and you already may know what your personal legend is and all you need to have is the courage to pursue it whether it be career, family, health, or other aspirations, you must overcome everything holding you back so that you, when you do pursue your biggest dream, it's not going to knock you down when something comes you know, crumbling away. And then di- diving in more deep with lesson two is to stop being afraid if you want to remove the barriers that keep you from progressing. You just have to stop being afraid. And it's as simple as that. It's it's your body telling you that I'm uncomfortable, but it's where we grow the most in our growth mindset that we want to have is when we're uncomfortable the most. And that was the whole point of this book. And the personal story of this book, talking about this detail, uh, was that the merchant knows what his personal legend was and recognized that the boy's presence was an omen and that he should go after it. So 
now you might be wondering, okay, Hunter, what's it? What's an omen? So it's like a sign of you're on the right path to your personal legend. And there was many Owens, Owens, uh, O-M-E-N, Owens, uh, throughout the book, guiding the boy, the shepherd, the boy, and many people that came across him to pursue their own personal legends. And what we find through when we're going after our biggest goals and aspirations, whatever it may be, is that the entire time our personal legend is within us. And it's our character building and becoming a better person that as we seek our personal legend is what we really want. And that's what the whole story was about, is that the entire time that the shepherd was, the young boy was looking for his treasure, was the fact that his personal legend was with him the entire time. And it was him changing his character and becoming the man he was at the end of the story. And then lesson three, rise more times than you fall and you will never fail. That was, man, that was such a good teacher throughout the book. And the specifics behind the book was that, as we said, you know, when he got his stuff stolen, there was many barriers that he had throughout reaching his personal legend to the fact that at the very end of the story, I'm not going to ruin it, but right before he was getting there and he thought he had it all, uh, and he was, he ended up, there ended up being a plot twist and he ended up like he couldn't find it and he was getting beaten up by people because he said that it's here, it's here. And then it didn't end up being there, but, uh, not going to ruin the book. Again, I want you to read it. There was another plot twist and ended up, uh, being a really good ending story. So, uh, but specifically within the detail of getting up more than the times you fall is that in the story, one of the men tells the the boy that his own dream in which he could find treasure under a tree in an abandoned church in Spain. So like, wow, that was really confusing uh, that I talked about. So basically, a man tells the shepherd that exactly where he can find the treasure and this was the beginning of his journey and there were so many barriers that he came across and it was so tough for him sometimes to get past them and this I would recommend to anyone and everyone but I want to say so you might be asking what's so special about the alchemist the book and why is it so many people have read it it's really not that expensive I believe it was like 10 to 15 bucks and it was completely worth it and the book has become popular for many different reasons. One of the most biggest reason was the insight of how life can be different in many different perspectives. Throughout, as the shepherd was meeting many people throughout the book, there were so many different perspectives that people had, and it was so many life teachings. It's so rich with life teachings. This is, hands down, the best book novel that I've read, uh, novel book that I've read uh, in my entire life. Highly recommend it. And I know I've said that 20 times, but I can't seem to stop saying it. It's just such an amazing book. And I, I just couldn't stop reading it. And it's really not that long of a read. So another thing was that there were so many profound considerations of life and how we can move through our journeys and how everyone else can think differently. And I think that's really a part of it. It's like the perspective and we all are going to have different perspectives on life and it's going after your personal legends in which we're going to succeed in our life and fulfilling ourselves. So now that we've kind of reviewed the book and gone over kind of what happens, I didn't ruin there. Trust me. There's so many other life stories that, um, 
throughout the book that are 100% worth it. So this is, uh, I'm going to start reading some passages that I really liked from the book that had life teachings. So, quote, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting, he thought. As he looked again at the position of the sun, he hurried in his pace. So the ending didn't really matter, but it was the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. I really liked that little uh, passage. Another thing being, quote, it's the simple things in life that are the most extraordinary. And there's so many wise people that the shepherd came across that they taught him uh, with their life meanings that just blew me away uh, that I loved. Quote, that is a certain point in our lives we lose control of what's happening to us and our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. And that was when the boy was asking the king about what was one of the biggest lies. And it was, again, I want to quote it again to really put an emphasis on it, quote, that at a certain point in our lives, we lose control of what is happening to us and our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. I really like that. That was an interesting perspective in the book. So, we already talked about personal legend. So now moving on to a, another quote, whoever quote you, whoever you are or whatever it is that you do, when you really want something, it's because that desire originated in the soul of the universe. It's our mission on earth. Love that one quote world is nourished by people's happiness and also by unhappiness, envy, and jealousy. To realize one's personal legend is a person's only real obligation. All things are one. Interesting. I liked that. Um, quote, he never realized that people are capable at any time in their lives of doing what they dream of. I, I really liked that. And then, quote, if you start out by promising what you don't already have, you'll lose your desire to work towards once you get to it. And I really like that because it was like offering something that you don't have. It's like, um, for instance, if you get fast cash, there's many places that have an insane interest rate and you can get cash. And it's like so hard when you come back and there's a huge interest rate and you have to pay for that uh, is really tough. Um, anyways, another quote that I liked, quote, People fail to recognize the good things that happen in every day of their life, that when the sun rises. Again, quote, people fail to recognize the good things that happen in their lives every day that the sun rises. And that's why I every morning do um, write down five things that I'm grateful for. I love it. And there was another teaching, and it's, quote, it's called the principle of favorability. When you play cards the first time, you are almost sure to win. Beginner's luck. And it was kind of interesting, like, talking about um, how there was beginning's luck and then how you could uh, go through life and or try again. And you won something, whatever it may be, at the casino, and it ends up being really well the first time, and then you end up losing. It's like that beginner's luck. And it talked about beginner's luck. It was really interesting. I'm not going to dive too much deep into it because I really want you guys to read it. Quote, I'm like everyone else. I see the world in terms of what I would like to see happen, not what actually does. 
that was an interesting perspective I really liked. And then another quote, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. And that was interesting because the book kind of talked about faith a different, um, a decent amount. And it was like Christianity, um, I forget the other religions, but there's so many other religions that were thrown in there as well. It wasn't a focus on um, religion, so to say. It was more or less a focus on pursuing your personal legend. Uh, we only got a couple more that I want to quote, and then um, we'll end it from there. So, quote, I don't live in either my past or my future. I'm interested only in the present. If you can concentrate always on the present, you'll be a happy man. I really, really like that one. I actually posted on my Instagram page, <clears throat> quote, life will be a party for you, a grand festival, because life is the moment we're living right now. Really like that because a lot of the times we can think life, um, you know, think into the future, whatever it may be, and it's like you're living right now. Um, and one of my, I think this is, I think, let's see. I just got a couple more, three more. Quote, very few follow the path laid out for them, the path to their personal legends and to happiness. Most people see the world as a threatening place. And because they do, the world turns out indeed to be a threatening place. So it's, again, how we perceive the world is what we will feel is true. Quote, why don't people's hearts tell them to continue to follow their dreams, the boy asked the alchemist. Because that's what makes the heart suffer most, and the heart doesn't like to suffer. That was an interesting quote as well. Quote, to show you one of life's simple lessons. When you possess great treasures within you, you try to tell others of them. Seldom are you believed. And that was kind of, I know it's kind of um, an otter. It seems uh, otter. It kind of seems, you know, the language is a little bit Shakespeare here and there. So uh, it's not really not that big of a tough read. But basically what that was saying is that uh, there was a, a point in the book where the alchemist kind of tricked people and he was like, well, we can do magic or whatever. And the they called they thought he was bluffing and he's like the little young boy was like why would you say that to them that's like that can't happen i can't do what i said you said i could do and he was like well it's when you possess great tre treasures within you and try to tell others seldom are you believed so some people may not believe you and that's just the the thing about going in life and um you have to prove people wrong so now you might be asking what is an alchemist in the book um quotes it as it's a man who understands nature and the world so just understanding your personal legend and just understanding life as a whole i think was really interesting i love this book i love quoting i love going over this podcast i know it was a little bit longer of a podcast but i really want you all to give this book a try and to not forget just the main messages real quick to review over the, the three main messages was, was to follow your personal legend so you will be happy and fulfilled. Two being the fear is holding you back more than anything else. And that's your within your inner self. Number three, the secret of life is to fall seven times and get up eight times. To get up 
after you have fallen is one of the most important things and takeaways from this book. I'm going to leave it in the description. Don't forget to follow my Instagram. I post a lot of motivational things, updates on the podcast. And with that being said, I will see you guys on the next episode. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.